You're listening to the Cathedral Podcast. To learn more about Cathedral, like service times or how to get connected with a small group, visit wearecathedral.com. Come on, continue to make some noise if you can testify to the goodness of God in your life. That phrase right there, man, I can't tell you how much that is true because prayer changes Y'all got a little more in the tank this morning. I can feel it. Prayer changes. You're daggone right. You're right. You're right. Well, I want to say welcome to Cathedral. Man, if it's your first time here, you picked a phenomenal Sunday because we're going to be doing nothing but just celebrating the goodness of God in our lives. I'd like to just welcome everybody who's joining us online, wherever you're joining us from across this country. It's so good to have you here with us, and we're looking forward to celebrating with you wherever you are. Uh, Well, welcome to one of the coldest days physically, but one of the hottest days spiritually in this church. And I'm excited to see what God is going to continue to do. And uh, let me just give you a lay of the land of what today is going to look like. If you've participated with our 21 days of praying and fasting, specifically on those Wednesday worship nights, today's going to look a little bit closer to those nights. And so just like on those nights, so many things are still available for you. Because see, I love how he said that. This isn't a cap, but this is just the beginning of what God's going to do in our lives throughout this year. Amen? And so there may be some things that you guys still want to write on some cards because God doesn't just answer prayers for 21 days. He answers them for 365. And so take advantage of these cards. You can write them down. We want to hear about the uh, praise reports as well. So take some time uh, to do so. There's some of you guys maybe... Maybe you just haven't had the boldness throughout this time period, but yet there's just this one little piece that if we could peer the mask back and just be honest with each other, man, there's just that item that no matter how hard I try, it just doesn't want to go away. I've like had some success for a few days. Maybe I've had success for a couple weeks, but it's just there. Maybe, Maybe this morning is the morning where you just bring it to the foot of the cross. You can write it on there. That's between you and God. Nobody else is reading those things, but you can use that. And so all of these things are available for you. Communion's available for you. I love that the honesty of even that one gentleman who just said, listen, I really haven't heard this audible voice, but here's what I can tell you is the spiritual temperature of his life has never been higher. I've never prayed so much. I've never taken communion so much. And here's what I know is that he's going to have the best year of his life if he keeps that up. Because when we have the best year of our lives spiritually, there's no other option. The things of this world have to bow when we get into the presence of God. The things that the enemy wants in our life has to bow. It does not have power against the power of our God. And I'm excited to see what God's going to do in his life. So what we're going to do is we've read through a a majority of these cards, and there's themes. And I love this about what God does in our life. Every year there's themes of the prayers that are being answered. There's themes of the things that as a church you're dealing with, and you're bringing it to Jesus saying, no more will I go with the status quo. No more am I settling for a less than life. God, I'm submitting to you, and I want a plus than life. And so what we're going to do is we're going to take some of these themes, and we're just going to work through them this morning. We're going to celebrate them. You're going to hear stories. 
But the other thing that we're going to do is what I know is God's not done yet. And there's more than one of you sitting in these chairs this morning that you're not here by accident. God's getting ready to answer your prayer. So just get ready. Let's raise that level of expectations. As part of your lead team, we just got back from a a trip down in in Central America. It was a place called Excalac. Beautiful place. There was a night that I couldn't sleep, and so I woke up early in the morning, and I just have a habit of when that happens, well, there's nothing much better to do than to open up the Word of God and see what He's got for you. Now, if you would have asked me, Dave, can you find a Bible verse in Scripture that has something to do with palm trees? I would tell you no. But here I am sitting in this place that is littered with palm trees. And God leads me to a chapter in Psalms. I I go to Psalms so often. I'm in Psalms chapter 92, and here's what I read. Put it up on the screen. But the godly will flourish like palm trees. Hey, grab my attention is all I'm saying. I'm sitting here looking out my window and, and the first thing I do is begin to pray, God, what, what do you have for these people? God, you brought us to this. We don't have a point of contact. You'll hear more about the stories next weekend on, on Vision Sunday. We can't wait to get you caught up with everything that happens there, but we ran into some difficulties. But I'm sitting here in a night like this, and a morning like this, and I read this line that says, but the godly, other versions say, the righteous will flourish like palm trees. God, I just wonder... How do you want this community to flourish? All the way, 18 hours of traveling, you care about these people. But he wasn't done with this one little sentence of this verse because I began to just honestly just meditate on that first line. You know, I'm a guy who loves landscape. I I love flowers, I love plants, I love trees. You go to my yard, I got more plants than you can shake a stick at. I know a decent amount about plants. And so I just began to let my mind just kind of go and I began to think about what's the natural process of a palm tree? Matter of fact, my my oldest boy took, we just got done with the fruiting season of palm trees where they drop all those little orange little things. And my boy takes them, he's got five palm trees growing at the house right now from the seed. So he loves it as well. He definitely inherited it from his daddy. But I began to think about this and think about where palm trees thrive. They thrive in some of the most harshest climates. They thrive in soils where most plants can't even think about surviving. You see, when we draw close to God, it says that the godly, it says that the righteous, you're going to flourish Okay, so your life doesn't look the greatest. Yes, the enemy's attacking you from every angle, but it doesn't matter what the enemy does because the righteous, the godly, even in the midst of your toughest seasons, we're going to stand strong like a palm tree. Amen? And he began to work with me on this, and I just, one of the first things that we're praying and believing over this morning, because it's one of the top themes that we see on these cards. It's one of the top themes that as I ask you guys, one of my favorite questions in this season, hey man, what are you fasting? And typically some years you get some pretty funny answers. But this year has been littered with some strong things that you guys are fasting. And it, it and honestly made me take a step back at some points when I heard some of what y'all are fasting because I said, man, you guys are believing for some big things in your life. And it made me so excited because as I was continuing to think about this palm tree, you see, when a palm tree goes through a storm, what does it look like? 
it's still standing straight up. Now the palm fronds are bending, right? They're bending, but this is how God designed this tree to be able to manipulate with the winds of the storm. And that's why it doesn't break off. It may, be, break, it may bend, but it doesn't break that palm tree. And the same thing is true in your life. The more that you draw close to God, the more that you have these time periods, these seasons of life where God is the priority, where we, where we reduce the noise of our life, right? We reduce the noise and the distractions that keep us from God because God's always talking, he's always answering, right? But in this season, we turn the volume of God up. Those winds may brush against us in our life, but it don't break you because you are godly. You are righteous and are just like a palm tree, standing strong, standing straight in the middle of adversity, overcoming the storms that our life can throw at us. Anybody receive that this morning? So what I want to do is I want to pray over just those addictions, those things that just honestly plague us. They, they, they're there. But for so many of you guys this year, this is the year where no longer are those things going to be the things that slow you down or stop this progress. So if that's you, here's what I want you to do. I'm not going to embarrass you in any way, but I just, this is a conversation for you and God. And what I want you to do is I want you to place that thing in the front of your brain. And I want you to see God just taking care of it. You've had some success. There's been a few days where you've done it. It's been a few weeks, months even, maybe even years. But God's wanted to settle that thing once and for all. So if that's you, receive this prayer. Dear Lord, we just, we come to you. First off, we want to thank you. Thank you for these 21 days. Thank you for just being so alive in our life. Thank you for dying on a cross and shedding your blood, being beaten for us, conquering death, hell, and the grave so that we don't have to take these struggles on. Rather, we can take them to the foot of the cross and we can give them to you. Father, we realize over these, these last 21 days that we can go a whole lot further with you than we ever could by ourselves. So, Father, I just speak life into every person who just has this struggle, has these things that just take them away, whatever it is. Father, we, we, we push away the bottle. We push away the drugs. We push away the... the, the the things of technology that take us away. We, touch, we, we push away even pornography. We push whatever it is, Father, the things that take us away. Father, we push those things away, but we don't leave those places empty. Father, what we do is we replace them with your presence. Lord, we replace them with the glory that you have for our life. And so, Father, we break the chains that addictions have. No longer does it have a authority in our life. We take that power right now in Jesus' name. Everybody said, Amen. Let's worship through that. Another topic that uh, Luke and I want to cover this morning with you guys is that of family and marriages. And you guys can take a seat. Marriages, family. Um, when you read the cards, you know, you really realize that what God meant for the family was to be such a source of strength and 
of um, it's what feeds us here. So there's no there's no shock factor that that's why the enemy comes so hard after the family, after the relationships with moms and dads, with kids and moms and parents. And um, so when reading them, it's just gut wrenching when you watch how the enemy is tearing apart families. So as part of the 21 days, and then even for 2024, we just want to pray as a church and agree that what the enemy has planned for families and relationships isn't going to prosper, but God's will will. And um, I, wanted, I wanted to read you guys an email that we got to just encourage you. It says this, I want to reach out and thank you for all the time and help you put in with me and my husband. When we separated, I was 100% certain I was filing for divorce and had no doubt in my mind our marriage was broke and damaged and unfixable because I had tried and tried and I wasn't heard. My husband has changed so much. It's absolutely amazing. I am by no means perfect, but what I can say wholeheartedly is that God is 100% writing this story and now is at the center of our marriage. Yes, there will be mistakes and mess-ups, but what we have learned about one another has equipped us and made it so much easier to address any of our issues. And if it wasn't for God and cathedral, we would not be where we are right now. So I just want to say, church, thank you from the bottom of my heart. If you're here with a family member or spouse or whatnot, grab their hand and just pray with me. And can I, can I share my vision again from this morning? Sorry. Um, this morning, before, before we, we got up and got dressed and I was just praying over some of the cards, I just had this vision for some of you for marriages that I wanted you to see. Oftentimes, I think what happens is, you know, like when a part of the body will die, like a finger or somebody's foot or hand, and you'll see it in the movies, and it's like it, it kind of wilts and turns completely black. There's no life. There's no blood flow is what it appears. I think oftentimes what the enemy convinces us of is that those place, there's places in our marriages that have just died. There is an intimacy. There's a passion. There's that feeling of being in love, and you just have no hope. And so I just had the vision of Jesus on the cross and that blood flowing down and his blood flowing into those places of your marriages that you feel like are die or have died and are dried up, that something that has happened in this 21 days and there's going to be a blood flow into places of your relationships, even with your children, that you thought something had happened and the, the blood of Jesus is going to heal those places in your marriages. And so, I, and maybe during this next worship song after Luke prays, maybe you as a husband and wife, maybe you need to get up and just come and put marriage or the name of your child and just put it on the cross and let that be, that be something that you give to Jesus that you allow his blood to restore. So I just, I got that vision. I felt like it was for somebody here. Let's do it. Lord, I come to you today and I, I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your unabounding grace for us. And Lord, I just want to pray for all relationships, those of us who are single here, hoping for the right one. Lord, give us patience and wisdom. Those who are single parents and just need an extra dose of strength and energy, Lord, give that to them. Those of us who are trying to restore our families, we've got estranged people in our family or things just aren't clicking. Lord, help the communication. Help the patience. Those of us who are parents who are trying to figure out our kids, how do you lead somebody? How do you guide somebody through when it seems like they don't want to? Lord, bless us as parents to be godly examples. Help us to listen and hear their hearts. And Lord, I pray for marriages. 
you are the creator of all. And the thing you do best is restore life to those things that are dead. So right now, Lord, I just ask that you bless these relationships in this church. Lord, I pray that people look around this this community and they say, if you want to learn relationships, you go to cathedral. That there is so much hope for people when they see a marriage that's working. Lord, I pray that you just speak life into every relationship, that the families and marriages here become so much hope to those people in their workplaces and their community. Lord, we speak Jesus over our families right now. We speak Jesus over the communication. We speak Jesus over the patience. Lord, help us to own what we need to own. Help us to be who we need to be. Help us to have the hope we need through you, Jesus. We speak Jesus over our families. In Jesus' name, amen. One thing I just want to celebrate real quick that I feel like the Lord just pressed on my heart is, is this, is that there's some marriages in this room that are phenomenal. There's some marriages in this room that are flourishing. There's some marriages in this room. You've done the hard work. You've dug in. And God just wants to say, job well done, my good and faithful servants. But here's what I want to add on to this, because here's what I feel like you pressed. That not only does he want to celebrate you, but I believe that this might be a year where God blesses you by blessing other marriages. Maybe this is a year where I don't know what it looks like, but I specifically think there's at least two couples in here that maybe this is a year that you just step out in faith. And you say, God, I, I do. I want to, we do have a good marriage. And I want to bless other people. I want them to see the goodness of what marriage can be, what you intended a kingdom marriage. Maybe it's just that the Lord's going to open up and just give you a platform within your own friends. Maybe you see your other friends and he's going to give you the boldness to say, you know what, we would love to partner with you. And we want to, we want to not only pray with you, but hey, we want the best for you. We're not judging you, but if there's a way that we can help out, maybe this is a year where you can impact your friend group and save one divorce. Lessen the statistic one more time. Maybe you're a part of the marriage ministry if the Lord lays it on your heart. I'm not sure, but I just wanted to give it to somebody of something to celebrate Good job, but God may have a little bit more this year in 2024 for you, all right? Lord bless you. You guys can take a seat really quick. I'm gonna hit, we're going to hit this next point, and then we'll pray. <clears throat> um, I'm not used to talking with handhelds. So you got to give me a second. Sorry. Um. I want to read this story to you. This is out of the book of Daniel. And I want to talk to you first about um, the ability to dream dreams and have visions and have some hope for what's to come. Um, And I want to read you the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. This is three guys. And they are under the rule of King Nebuchadnezzar, who has demanded that they bow down to him. And they don't. And so here is their consequence and what that looks like, okay? So they're staying committed to their God, and here's what that looks like. Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, so furious that his face became distorted with rage. He commanded that the furnace be heated seven times hotter than usual. Then he ordered that some of the strongest men of his army bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So they tied them up and threw them into the furnace, fully dressed in their pants, 
turbans, robes, and other garments. And because the king in his anger had demanded such a hot fire in the furnace, the flames killed the soldiers as they threw the three men in. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, securely tied, fell into the roaring flames. But suddenly Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in amazement and exclaimed to his advisors, didn't we tie up three men and throw them into the furnace? Yes, your majesty, we certainly did, they replied. Look, Nebuchadnezzar said, I see four men unbound walking around in the fire unarmed, and the fourth looks like a god. Then Nebuchadnezzar came as close as he could to the door of the flaming furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stepped out of the fire, and then the high officers, officials, governors, and advisors crowded around them and saw that the fire had not touched them. Not a hair on their head was singed, and their clothing was not scorched. They didn't even smell like smoke. I just wanted to encourage you as we close out this 21 days of prayer and fasting and we go into 20, year 2024 that oftentimes we can get so wrapped up with how busy life is and how the fire can feel like it's seven times hotter and the pressures can feel like they're hotter, but that if you would look up, someone else is in the fire with you. And, and sometimes we can get, it, the enemy loves to keep us distracted but for whatever your dreams are, whatever the visions that God has given you for 2024, you, you've got a, a fourth man in the fire. God Almighty is with you in the flames. And I believe that when we step out, it is so that the governors and the officials and the people in the city will look and say, whatever they have been through, they don't even smell like smoke. You know, we're living the same life. So I just want to speak hope to some of you guys. I want you to believe that the visions and the dreams, and I spoke a little bit about it last week, but I really believe specifically there's something to the businessmen in here that God wants to do. Some, there's something that it feels like it's a, like a tough season economically, but that God's doing, so, there's someone else in that with you. Um, so that is something for 2024. And the second thing I want to talk about before we worship again is I want to talk about healing. And I just want you to understand a biblical principle the biblical principle is that whenever you ask Christ into your heart, then your body, your physical body, Scripture says, is a temple. It is a house of God. He is in, he lives inside of you. And in this house, the enemy and what his plans for your physical body are have no right in that physical body. So essentially, whatever the enemy is doing in your body, he is trespassing in your body. And you have the authority by what Jesus did on the cross to tell him and command whatever is happening to leave. But you have to activate that authority. And so if you want a miracle in your life physically and you need healing, then you need to tell your body what it has to do. So just like as if someone came into my home, my physical house, then I would tell them to get out, like you have no right here. So as we worship this next song, some of you, I think you need to place your hand where your ailment is. Some of you are, some of you are battling extreme fatigue and you're exhausted all the time. And it's not of the natural. There's something going on. Some of you have cancer. Some of you have thyroid issues. Some of you have so an irregular heart 
beat. There's something going on. Some of you have blood issues. Some of you have an autoimmune disease. And so what happens is you need to be able to say, my body in the name of Jesus, enemy, what you're doing in my body, you have to go. You have no right here. This is the, this is body belongs to Jesus Christ and the blood that was shed on the cross and Jesus name, you will be healed. That you are trespassing. You're illegally taking part in a body that no longer belongs to you. But here's the key. The enemy will push and push. He will go as far as we let him. And so some of you need to recognize the authority that you have. And the scripture says, come up here and take communion. Some of you need to come take this communion and go back. And it says, you need to do this in remembrance of what I did for you. Because remember, his body was broken so that ours doesn't have to be. And so, but sometimes we forget that and we just live with the brokenness. Some of you have been living with a level of depression that you don't even realize you have an authority over that or an anxiety. I have a, you have authority over that. And so come and take communion and just say, I I remember God, what you did on the cross. And so right now in Jesus name, you must, you have to, you have to be gone that I speak a miracle and I trust who you are God over my life. Can we just pray for miracles and healing and then let's worship through that? Bow your heads with me. Father God, right now, in Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you for what you did on the cross. And Father God, we agree with everybody's cards up here and everybody in this room that needs physical healing. And Father God, there's a way that the enemy can so play in on the physical. And so right now, I just command every body in here that was created by you, Father God, to align with your plan for them. And Holy Spirit, would you come and would you fill this place? And Lord, as we step into the God-given authority that we have over our physical body, would you meet us where we are? And Lord, I thank you for the next three minutes as we worship and as we pray. Lord, I thank you for the miracles that I know that you will do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's worship. I started coming to Cathedral about two years ago and it became very apparent to me that God was here and he was working and it felt like home to me. Um, Just recently I've been going through quite a lot and just really kind of clung on to the the faith that I'm beginning and and developing in, in Christ and I'm ready to be baptized. I'm ready to leave every sin that I've committed, everything tempting, everything unholy, right in that water and just start out fresh and new. So I wanted to get baptized because I just feel like it'll help me get closer to God and I just feel like it's my next step. And my parents are participating in the 21 days of fasting and I just feel like like it's a good step for me to take. My 21 days of prayer and fasting um, had a very powerful impact on me. Um, January 2nd, um, we had a big family event, a big life changing that broke me, brought me down to my knees and I felt helpless, I didn't know where to go. And I started to go to the worship nights and I did every single day online at 6.30 in the morning for the prayers and the fasting part. Um, And then halfway through, I still was pleading to God, pleading to God and begging Him to make these changes in my life. And all of a sudden, He said, stop pleading and start believing. And the last night of worship night, He had a miracle happen in my life. And I knew at that moment, when I stopped pleading and believing that God was in it. And without a shadow of a doubt, 
I knew I had to be water baptized as soon as I possibly could. Can we just do something really quick? I, I, I think the Lord wants to do something in some people's life um, around this topic. Um, whenever it talked about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and they came out of the fire, and they didn't smell like the smoke. I think that there might be some people in here that you still carry around the shame and the guilt of the fire that you've been through. And I think that the Lord wants to wipe away the shame of anything that mistakes that you've made in the past. And you might feel like that you still smell like what you did and where you've been and what you've done. But that that's just the enemy putting that shame on you. And that's limiting you from stepping into what God has for you. So I think it would be a really neat way for us to wrap up this 21 days if we just prayed that shame off. Because that scent of, of that smoke is not of God. That's just what you're carrying around. So would you just agree with me? Father God, right now I pray that everybody in this room that's carrying around a sense of shame and of guilt that is not of you, Father God. Father, I, I pray that you would begin to penetrate the hearts and the minds of the people in here that play that same recorder of, I am what I did. And Father God, would you go to the core? And would you change the verbiage that I am not what I've done? I am not the total sum of my mistakes does not make me who I am. And so, Father God, right now, would you just wipe clean the feeling of shame? Lord, the guilt, would it be gone right now in Jesus' name? And in every way that it's limited relationships, that it's limited the next steps, Lord, I, I believe that it's limited people from sharing about you because people were too embarrassed of what they had done. And so right now, at the beginning of 2024, we leave it. We leave it in the days of the 21 prayer and fasting that it is gone. Father, would we be a people that are free of shame? And everything that shame is the root of, would we begin to see those things in our life dissipate? And Father God, will we be proud? Because when you hung on the cross and you did what you did, you knew the mistakes we would make. And so, Father, would we begin to identify with just a child of you with a great purpose? There's something so freeing. I want you to identify right now. Because what the enemy's going to try to do is try to put it back on you. But I want you to go back to this moment right now. And I want you to hear a whole family around you saying, you are not the mistakes that you made. It is, it is washed clean. It is wide. The Bible says that he throws it into a sea of forgetfulness. So you're the only one recalling it. And in Jesus' name, that will be gone. In Jesus' name, that will be gone. Amen? Amen. Um, I've got one last thing I want to read for you guys. You can take a seat really quick, and I promise I'm going to let you go. There's a card. Right, I left it sitting on the front. I love 21 days prayer and fasting, and I think we've had a fun few services. It's been a fun way to start the year, and I can't wait to see what God's going to do. But I want to tell you that I don't think what he's done is just for us.
and that there are people that need the experience that we've had. They need some hope. And I think that we're the perfect people to stand in the gap for them. I want to read you this card before we go. It said, I was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer in December 2022. My neighbor came to all 21 days of prayer and fasting in January in 2023 to stand in the gap for me. In July, I completed and I am now cancer-free, cancer praise God. Um, so I, I just want to say to you, don't, I think it's special what God's doing, but there are people around you that need that. So don't forget to stand in the gap for other people, okay? All right, next week we're going to do a fun week. We're going to do Vision for 2024. Um, I can't wait for you to hear from all of us and uh, hear about the boys' trip. Had some fun stories that they couldn't tell us till they got back, so we didn't worry while they were gone. Um, so I can't wait for you guys to hear. And just on some of our thoughts for the year, we're really excited about what God's doing. But before we go, I have one thing, and I know that he's not going to want me to do this, but I couldn't. But today is Luke's birthday. And... Um, Babe, I see you tried to slip in the back, but will you, will you come sit up here? Will you come sit up here? I think, I think you thought I couldn't see you back there. Um, and my three girls asked me if they could make a video for Luke for his birthday. And so they did. And what was fun was the problem was the video project grew and grew and grew. And so they said, would you please um, ask some people that daddy hasn't seen in a long time that might would mean a lot to him? And make a video. So it started with all of, like, a lot of his friends and family. We showed that to him when he woke up this morning. And then last service, we showed him a video of some people that aren't here that it hasn't seen in a while. And so this is another video of people that you haven't seen in a while that just wanted to say happy birthday. And this is from your three girls. So take a look. Lord have mercy. I got to be careful with what I say because as I understand it, your girls are uh editing this video <laughs> so when i got the message that uh hey you want to send old lukey luke the lukester uh a birthday message i remember thinking oh yeah that, i would love to bring up some old memories especially if he's speaking so Anyways, then I read the girls are going to be editing, and I thought, ooh, and they're going to play it in the service. I probably should keep it G-rated. So for your sake, Luke, I love you, and happy birthday. Um, not many people I know get kicked out of their home city like Greensboro, and you know, as far as I'm concerned, you're not allowed back there. Um, and you can explain that to the congregation, and you're welcome. Um, I'll break it easy to them a little bit. So if the girls want to edit that out, that's on them. Um, anyways, I love you. I miss you. I'm in my excavator getting the pad ready for my chickens, and I'm thinking about you, and I'm, I'm just proud to call you my friend. You check in on me. You send me random messages. That's just like, hey, man, I'm praying for you. Um, and you know what? Brothers in Christ need that. And I couldn't be more thrilled to call you my friend. Um, I'm glad God made our paths cross in Greensboro and we were able to play uh, football together. And I'm telling you, I loved playing with you. You were a teammate. 
I know you're carrying that into your into your marriage, dude. You're you're a rock star. I know you're a father uh, that loves and uh, sacrifices for your children. Um, I, I couldn't be more proud again to call you my friend. So I hope this is the best birthday uh, ever, and I only hope it gets better. Uh, you can see we're getting a little. You might you might be less than me, but I'm getting a little gray in my beard, bro. Um, but I love you and happy birthday and I couldn't be more thrilled to see where you're at and I'm glad that Christ grabbed your heart um, and you are where you are where you're at and um, it just is an honor and happy birthday my friend uh, God bless you God bless your church God bless your family uh, and now that all of y'all are listening make sure you guys are praying for Mike Sheely Western North Carolina happy birthday Luke don't forget to pray for me y'all love y'all too probably not as much as luke but i i do i do we're all brothers and sisters in christ luke you are a special man and uh, your family's lucky to have you uh, i know your father-in-law and mother-in-law absolutely adore you and uh, uh, for good reason so come see me in the mountains uh, you can help me with my chicken coop uh, and my my make-believe farm that i'm building here love you bro see ya happy birthday luke we love you can't wait to see you soon Luke, we're very proud of you, and we wanted to wish you a happy birthday and hope you have many more. We love you. Goodbye. Happy birthday. Hi, Luke. Happy birthday. We love you. Love you. Say bye. Bye. <laughs> to the slowest, least athletic turner of the family, happy birthday, Luke. Love you. Hey, Luke. It's Tucker. Hope you're doing well. Megan and the girls asked me to send you a video wishing you a happy birthday. Uh, just a pro tip real quick, the higher you keep the phone, the skinnier you look, lower the fatter you look. So I want to wish you a happy birthday to my littlest brother. I know you got the height, but I definitely got the looks, the brains, the ability to jump higher, run faster, but I don't have enough battery power left on this phone to continue on. So let's just talk about you. Wish you a happy birthday. You are a young man. You got a lot of years left in you for sure. Appreciate everything you do. Whoa, little win. But wanted to uh, just make sure I got you this video, wish you a happy birthday, and wanted to also let Tank wish you a happy birthday. Tank, look, say happy birthday. Hey buddy, what's going on, man? I'm, I'm uh, coming to you, big dog, to, to wish you a happy birthday, and uh, I'll leave all of, our, uh, all of our good time stories for a later date, uh, and, and all the things we've gotten into, but happy birthday, man. I'm, I'm proud of you. I love you. Uh, I miss you. And uh, I hope you guys have a blessed day. And uh, have a great birthday, buddy. See ya. What's up, Luke? It's uh, Brandon Streeter. Um, just wanted to wish you a happy birthday, man. Um, it's been awesome knowing you. And I can't believe how, um, how fast time flies. Um, I feel like it was just yesterday that you were running around at Charleston Southern uh scoring touchdowns man um but just hope you have a great birthday enjoy it with your family and i look forward to staying in touch happy birthday oh snap did i hear is luke's birthday lc what's up boy happy birthday man sean p here maddie ice block back in sarasota man miss you buddy miss happy you birthday buddy yeah miss you love you hey. Be good, man. Hope all is well. When are you moving home? Yeah, let's go Anyways, back to Sarasota, baby. Another conversation later. Love you guys. Birthday, man. Good to see. Or good to hear from you. Hope all is well, buddy.
Okay. So I'll ask for forgiveness later. But thank you. Happy birthday, babe. Dave and Leona come there. They're going to bless you guys as you leave. Thank you, guys. It was so fun celebrating 2021 with you guys. I would say cut the mics, but you can't. <laughs> Some of those guys are not allowed to be on public video right there, so I know there's law enforcement who's looking for them. But. I'm just glad you made it up the steps okay, all right? You're getting older, man. Good night. You do have a few gray hairs. Just a lighting, just a light. <laughs> They're blonde, right? Hey, guys, uh, it has been a great 21 days, and it's only the beginning of 2024. And then just signing off, I want to say this. It's an absolute honor. It's an absolute privilege to be y'all's lead pastors. And y'all keep your hunger. Keep what you got, and I promise you it will be the best year of your life if you keep this hunger and make it the best year of your life spiritually. Amen? Amen. And let me bless you real quick. Lord, we thank you for this church. We thank you for their passion. We thank you what you started in them, what you continue in them. Lord, I pray they leave here today with more hope than they've ever had. I pray they see themselves as child, children of God, that there's a father looking down on them that's proud of them, and he's saying, I got you. Just go. Just go and do. Don't ask questions. Just go and know I got your back. Lord, we thank you for this church. We thank you for their passion, and we thank you for what you're doing in all of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord bless you, Lord. Keep you having an amazing 2024. You've been listening to the Cathedral Podcast. If you were encouraged by today's message, leave us a rating and hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have any questions about today's message or just want to reach out, send an email to questions at cathedralemail.com. Thank you for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Have a blessed week.